Hello everyone, welcome back to A Plot of Confusion. I am your host, Derek, and I'm with my beautiful co-host, Mickey! Guess why? We're not the only ones confused today! No siree! You talk about this plot of confusion that just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper as we look into former President Donald Trump and all these lawsuits and all these things that just keep coming at him and it's like they come at him they keep coming at him but then you find out there's more things underneath everything yes it could be one thing if it was a cut and dry case that's fine that's what the justice system is for but all of it looks so fishy and here's one part of it okay so according to the new york times uh, DA spars with lawyers seeking her removal from Trump case. So here's the headline. Fannie T. Willis defended her personal conduct in a tense courtroom appearance as defense lawyers sought to disqualify her from the prosecution of Donald J. Trump's uh, and his allies in Georgia. Talking about all this. He's talked about all this collusion. He's talked about all the swamp. He's talked about how all these Democrats and everything are just completely and absolutely on a witch hunt after him and that they themselves aren't squeaky clean it looks like you want to carry on sure here's what it says this is what uh the time says here's what to know about this hearing fanny t willis the district attorney overseeing donald j trump's election interference case in georgia took the stand in a combative hearing on thursday to defend her conduct in a romantic relationship with the case's other top prosecutor, defense lawyers have said the relationship con- uh, created a conflict of interest and warrants removing her from the proceedings. Miss Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, showed clear frustration and animus as she was questioned in her relationship with Nathan J. Wade, whom she hired to run the case. She accused the defense lawyer of spreading lies and said some of the lawyer's insinuations were extremely offensive. Her testimony came after a formal friend testified that the prosecutor's relationship began earlier than they might have said. Mr. Wade, who testified for several hours, stuck by his timeline of the relationship, which he said began in early 2022 after he was hired for the case in November 2021 and ended in summer 2023. The timing is crucial to the defense's argument that the lead prosecutor and her office should be disqualified from the case a result that would have a significant impact on the case against the former president and his allies. Testimony will continue tomorrow at 9 a.m. on Friday. That would be the 16th of February. Really, and then here's what they hope to hear from the case tomorrow about it. So they hope to hear about the relations, about the relationship between Mr. Ms. Willis and Mr. Wade. Um, it surfaced in a legal filing last month from Rick. Michael Roman, a former Trump campaign official who is one of the defendants in the Georgia election case. Ms. Willis, Mr. Wade, acknowledged relationship in a February court filing. A former friend of Ms. Willis, Robin Bryant-Yarty, testified Thursday morning that she had no doubt that the romance began before Ms. Willis hired Mr. Wade for the case. That would con- contradict the timeline presented by the prosecutors. Lawyers for Mr. Roman and other defendants are seeking to disqualify the two prosecutors from the case. Their argument hinges on assertions of a financial conflict of interest. 
Mr. Wade has been paid more than $650,000 since he was hired in 2021. And during that time, he has spent money on vacations with Miss Willis. And I'm telling you, talking about Miss Youth uh, uh, Funds. And, and we're not just talking about, you know, this person makes that money. This is taxpayers in Georgia that are paying for this and apparently paying for a romantic getaway so that they can de-stress and plan on how to go after former President Donald Trump. This is this is exactly what he has been saying since day one that there were no evidence, no nothing for him to have to to be the him defend himself and with this other states have uh, looked at taking him off the ballot uh saying that you know this clause this in the constitution and i'm all about the constitution i think it should be upheld uh, uh, up, up by every official every person that lives in the united states I mean, that's the point I mean, the point of the Constitution is to give a level playing field for everybody. It's not some people should follow it and some people shouldn't follow it. I mean, and and what's got me just raw about this is the fact that um, you're having this, you know, they, they, they sit there and say that Trump's a womanizer and all this other stuff. And they're very, very sexist. They're very, in some ways, they call him a racist. But in turn, you find out the people that are saying that are racist themselves. And you're seeing this unfold before our eyes. And the American people are going, enough's enough. Prime example, someone that I, I know um, end up needing medical um, assistance. Uh, 911 uh, was called and instead of giving the person medical assistance that was needed, the officers came in, ended up looking at the situation, did not even allow the individual to get medical attention, just assumed another part had happened which it was proven that it wasn't. I mean, the person had to go to court. All this money is spent um, to prove they're innocent, but yet they they've been thrown. They were thrown in jail, and were in jail. Were not allowed to have any of their medicines, and was put into general lockup. Come to find out that the other person had lied, and in lying, that person gets away with nothing happening to them when it was them that was the reason why the events happened and really it just came down to the officers didn't read uh, the person their Miranda rights did not allow them to have their constitutional rights treated them like a criminal from day one and I look at this and I go from that and saying wait a second if this is happening to someone that has never been in trouble with the law, has always been a law-abiding citizen, and this can happen to them because another person claims 
something that's not even true. And all the time and everything that is lost and money that is lost. And the person is treated like a criminal has come to find out that they were the victim. I look at that and look at our, our society and say, wait a second. We need to stop and really assess everything before any criminal um, action is taken. And that is something that we have not seen even in the Georgia case. They're going off of this uh, thing about the January 6th crap. And, you know, former President Donald Trump saying that the election was, he, he lost the election and everything. And that it was because of them doing the criminal doing the criminal stuff and and to come to find out he's right he's the one that is being um, sought after attacked uh, constantly during his four years in office after that he's been harassed people that are his allies are being harassed but people that we know that there's drugs in the White House and yet no one knows where that, that crack cocaine and all the other drugs showed up. It was just random. It was in the West Wing. <laughs> yes. Where there's video cameras everywhere. Oh, and conveniently, they don't have that videotape from that incident right then. And it's not like there were 50 officers in the area. I mean, and you got where we're, we're, we're sitting here where we got our borders wide open. We've got people come into the country illegally. We have no idea who they are. And then you turn around and you find out that the Bidens have been making money while he was the vice president under Obama, not including what he's made now. And you're like, why are there no investigations there? Why has everything about Jeff Epstein just disappeared? You got the... the the flight box of all these people and not one person has been called into question and now they're claiming the case is closed and it's done really and i and i see this and you see the ones that's on that list and these are the people that trump is telling you are bad people bad people and even in local government I guarantee you that she was called by a high Democrat and said, hey, we want we, the only place that we can really try and get him in trouble is in Georgia um, because the biggest turnaround, which is the craziest thing during the election, he's winning, hands down winning. And then all of a sudden, and these different precincts, these ballots start showing up, mailing ballots. And where in some of the counties where they're coming in, there's more mail-in ballots than there are citizens that live within that county. But no one's asking questions why. No, I mean, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. We got to put a stamp on it and give it to Biden. And tell Trump he lost it. And he's like, wait a second. You know, George W. Bush was able to uh, sit there and contest 
back in 2000, the election with Al Gore over a Chad. Was this a yes? Was this a no? Was this for? Was this against? And everybody remembers the Chad that lived in that time. The whole world, the whole United States was on hold. The dangling Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is. And for those that don't know what a Chad is, this is too far back for you. It is that little thing that on a ballot, and you're supposed to punch the thing through, and what would happen is it would punch the right one. Or they claimed. Or they claimed it would still be just left there, and so it wouldn't count one way or the other, or sometimes it would count for the other one and not the one they chose. Yes. And so the whole United States was put on hold. And what a lot of people don't realize is that during that time, it was the Supreme Court that ruled and gave the election to George W. Bush. And at the end of the day, he really didn't win. It was Al Gore that won. But you don't hear anything about that. Because, see, it is to sit there and say, well, we had this happen back in 2000. We didn't want to have that same thing lingering. So we have the Electoral College, and we're just going to all give it to Biden. And that's not the reason why the Electoral College was created in the first place. Um, but you have... Trump winning. Winning. And here's the thing about winning. In this country, if uh, this is brought up, it's going to say, yeah, um, Trump lied about that. There really wasn't anything going on. But if you watch any foreign news, they all know it was Trump that actually won. Yes. And they're all like, and they don't have a question in their voice whatsoever. It's like, we all know that Trump won. We also know that Biden is senile or something. Something's wrong with him. And now they're coming out and saying that he might not be fit for office to run again. It's the fourth year. Why don't we do this the first year? You're supposed, we're supposed to. to do this the first year. In the year. first hundred days. In the first hundred days, this is the reason why it's so important. In the first hundred days, a president is supposed to be able to be found fit, which nobody wanted him to do the physical. <laughs> they refused to do it. <laughs> There's a reason why he would have felt it miserable. Yeah. They want to do the mental uh, cognitive cognitivity and all this other stuff and the first hundred days is for all this stuff to get cleared and medically cleared and showing that you're fit for office but yet Biden just bypassed all of it didn't do it didn't have to do it and then you're turning around and that's also within that time where you can then make sure that things have checked out and the election everything is fine and going the right way didn't none of that was done this this time around and he was popped in there as fast as he could they barricaded streets upon streets away from the white house thinking and knowing in their mind that there was going to be um riots riots but that's not how law-abiding constitutional people act they don't go rioting in the streets because we believe that the constitution and laws are in place to prevent crooks and criminals but we're now learning that's not the case anymore it's the crooks and the criminals that are telling brainwashed kids go out there and have peaceful protesting and be violent 
Go out there and hit somebody. Go out there and burst themselves. You know, and not one of those Democrats, not one of those news anchors that were inciting those riots and stuff, not one of them has been taken up on criminal charges and been taken uh, to the cleaners like they've been doing to former President Donald Trump. Not at all. Not one of them. And yet there's clear and clear showing that they have and clearly been orchestrating all the, the riots, all that stuff from day one. Senators and congressmen. And it's sickening. And it's all from the Democrat side. And that's why, to the point where I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, the us versus them mentality. And I'm, I'm kind of almost to the point going, when is the American people going to wake up and realize turning on your nightly news is not giving you and not showing you to be informative? It's the brainwashing. It's not giving you facts. It's giving you their side of it. I mean, there is a whole thing called a spin doctor. And usually, those were not as bad right. as it now. Yeah, like, now, it's, now it's everywhere. everywhere. It's like everything has a spin on it. Yep. And you got Disney that owns all, almost all of them. And these organizations. And that they have clearly been using TV as MK Ultra. Clearly, you can see it. And that if you sit there and watch too much TV, and we talked about this today, you know, we don't watch nearly as much TV on the main stuff anymore because we realized that it wasn't good for our health. And being away from it and just occasionally going and looking at a news source like we did for this podcast, we realized that we're happier. We're not always down and depressed. And when we look at this and we go, how is it that now this is coming out now after this whole time that he's had to defend himself? Does the New York Times talk about this? As a female, and seeing this and seeing what they've said about former President Donald Trump, have you seen any of the things that they claim? I haven't. And, I mean, what was the thing where he was considered sexist a long time ago that he asked somebody out or he said that somebody was ugly? He said somebody was ugly, essentially, and said that, you know, personally. He was that all the time. Uh, and he, so, well, he, I'm sorry. So, people say that all the time. Well, what makes it a big deal now? I mean, if that's his opinion. And he, he set definition of character and that she wins that case in New York against him. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, it's like people should be allowed to have their opinion. And she didn't I mean, lose that any. That considered free speech. It's yeah. not like he said that she's lying about how much money she makes or she's lying about um, who what she what. does for a life. Yeah, or... what she does for a living or if she's like 
she's doing tax evasion. It's not like those things. Like, she's just evaded the taxes. No, he never said that, she, that she's ugly. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. I mean, you're, you're saying more. I mean, he's brutally honest. Do you really, like, just say it sometimes? No. But that doesn't mean you can't say it. But we live in a... Doesn't mean it's illegal. We live in a time where people can't even tell what a woman is anymore. Right. So I'm being, you know, we live in a place where certain states are going to make it criminal if you identified somebody wrong. Misgender. Or misgender. I'm sorry if you got a friggin' beard like I have or a five o'clock shadow and your voice is deeper than mine. Because, you know, some and, of these people identify as something that they don't even look like. And I'm not saying like somebody dressing up like a woman and they still look like a man. I'm saying people still are dressing like men and have a beard but want to be gendered as she, her. Yeah. How how are you supposed to know? I need labels. Well, well I get this was that we were talking about a uh, little uh, one of my friends said a thing uh, him about little little pretty boys in um, Thailand. Lady boys. Lady boys. That's it. At least there they tell you, no, I am not a woman. I'm a lady boy. And you know they they they're dudes. Some of them would fool me. Yeah. that they were dudes at all. Um, but you, you... But at least they're upfront and honest. It's no deception. None. It's like, I may dress like this, but I'm going to tell you, I'm a dude. Yeah. And and I look at that, and I'm like, you know, if that's what you want to do, you go do you, boo-boo. You go have a good time with it. But don't tell me I have to look at you and go... That I have to identify you as what I know my wife is, is a biological woman. And then tell me I have to call her a biological woman. Or I have to call her by some other little assist woman. You know, I'm like, what? why in the world does my wife assist me on a lot of things? Well, come on, assist? She's a woman, for crying out loud. Thanks. I like be women. You know, but... The, I women. I women. Yeah. And so I'm looking at the thing with Trump, and I'm looking at our society, and I'm looking at them in this relationship. She's not spending the money per se, but she knows she's spending the money. She just found a loophole within the legal system and that's what all these people do is they find a loophole in the in the system and they get to literally rape the american people the taxpayers the ones that are actually working and doing what they can for their families and we're barely able at a doctor's appointment today that is over a two-hour drive to get to, but I have to go to it because it's the only place that I can have it done. And we're looking and going, okay, what are we going to have to do without so that we can actually put gas in the car to get there and back? Because it's going to end up being a uh, five-hour trip going there and back. Uh, including bathroom stops. And, uh, and then you got to eat because it's going to be a lunch, breakfast kind of thing. Kind of thing. And then, you know, and I'm looking at that going, okay, my wife and I don't live outside our means and we're very frugal with our money. Then, you know, but what are people doing that have children? What are people doing that are, have retired and, 
you know, they can't have a job to make more money and stuff like that because, you know, health reasons and other things. And you're like, you know, at the end of the day, the taxpayers are paying more for everything because inflation is so high and everything has become it's just completely and absolutely um, almost you almost can't survive any longer and on, on anybody's pay I mean you know and I think it's interesting yeah COVID come out and everybody got stuck at home. And then all of a sudden people start realizing, wait a second, I'm really living outside my means and started cutting back on uh, their stuff. A lot of people went to a one person working household. Yes. And they realized they liked it a whole lot better. And then all of a sudden what happens? You have Sleepy Joe, which I don't think it's his fault totally. I think it's all these uh, these hidden shadow government people who are sitting there going, we need to have a workforce. We need to have slave labor. We need to have these people indebted to us on all levels. And wait a second, we can't have somebody staying home and doing stuff with their children because then they're going to teach their children what not to do so that they don't either get put into the workforce and in some cases keep certain kids out of trouble where they're not going to end up later on getting in trouble with the law and i think that's what happens with a lot of these uh areas where kids are in these low poverty areas and the only reason why they get in trouble with the law is that i think that certain law systems are set up now to be able to get those kids with a criminal record where one they're in jail and they're doing essentially um labor there for pennies you know i mean is you're seeing that the system is absolutely against you on all levels and i'm like why is the at the end of the day are they showing us that that the one person the American people are looking to to say, hey, this man, for four years, we weren't at war, and for four years, our economy was the best ever. You know, you got to ask questions. Why is this happening right now? I'm here to tell you, you know, people are getting tired of this misuse of America's tax money and that we're, we're, we're getting tired of being just used and abused and we're seeing this happening to somebody that we identify as a working class man and don't get me wrong I know he's used some of the tax incentives for himself he's a smart man why wouldn't he they were made there for people like him to use and it's legal but it's it's not the same incentive center for the actual working class people that scrape and barely buy trying to figure out they're going to be able to get their baby their formula or they're going to have to figure out what to get for their baby i mean this is we're, we're living in some weird times right now 
And, you know, I can't help but feel that if Trump was in office, would we be bailing out Ukraine right now? Would we be all that tax dollar money going over there? Would we be on the verge of World War III? I don't think so. I really don't. And I may be wrong in saying that. And if Trump wins and, you know, he doesn't do like he did the first four years, you know, then I'll, I'll have to eat crow on that. But I do find it interesting that this lady that Miss Willis has, Miss Willis has come out to go after Trump in Georgia that her herself, one thing my wife and I always says, if you're going to do something, you better be squeaky clean <laughs> so that nobody can come back on you and look at you and say, well, you got some skeletons in your closet. You know, you better be squeaky clean. You got anything to say before we end? No, it's just, it's almost like all the things they're trying to do are coming undone. Yeah. Um, they try to, you know, arrest him, and that came undone. They try to indict him, that came undone. They tried to impeach him after he's already out of office, that came undone. And now they're trying to keep it where he can't be put on the ballot. Yeah. Which they're and like, that's unraveling. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, he said that if he gets elected, he's going to go after all of them. Clean Every the last Drain one of them. The swamp. And for me... If he does, I hope he does. I hope he does, and I, mean, I hope he, he comes. 15, if he does fifteen percent of it, yep. At least he did some of it, and I would like to see how that, how that unravels for him. Well, guys, that's it for the show today. Let us know what you think. As always, please pay attention to your surroundings. You never know what lies around the corner. God bless. See you in the next one, guys. Hey,